Ciao, Juventini. Welcome to the All Juve Cast channel again, where it's all Juve all the time. It is that time. It is Victory Monday. Juventus getting the job done against Verona. We will mm -hmm. break down all the action. We will talk about all the aftermath and uh, talk about the debuts. Eh? Vlaovic and Zakaria. Mr. Omar uh, wasted no time patting his back in the green room and rightfully so calling Zakaria to score with Vlaovic. We have everybody. Look at this live. Very, very active. Yeah, we're a little bit uh, late, but you know what? Uh, that's okay. Uh, these types of things happen. Uh, life goes on. Ciao to all of you. Now, uh, there are a couple of ways before we get into it. We'll get the business out of the way. Okay, a couple of ways to support the channel. One is stripepartsapparel.com. You see the uh, link at the, the top, and it's in the description of the video. The other is we have Super Chat and Super Stickers enabled in the chat. So if you feel like donating to us, you're more than welcome. Thank you, everybody, for the continued support. And now let's get to business i have lex i have omar and i have anthony and uh we're jacked up for this one there's a lot to talk about and uh we're not going to waste any time uh seeing as how we started a little bit late let's get to uh the action and let's get to uh the starting lineup so the starting lineup was actually uh right as projected um mm -hmm. we didn't uh, expect anything different we knew locatelli was going to be uh suspended and uh, we had uh, Bonucci out, Bernardeschi out and whatnot. So really, when you look at Juventus's lineup, I don't think there were any uh, issues with it because uh, it was exactly what we expected. The only thing so we, we had sure of was Max going to go with that trident of Vlaovic, Morata and Dybala. And he did. Our starting lineup was Chesney, Danilo, Delict, Chiellini, Decilio, Zakaria, Arthur, Rabio, Dybala, Morata and Vlaovic. Everybody, uh, for me, I thought it was great. Let's see what the two new guys can do, and uh, let's see that trident up top and see uh, what we can make happen. Uh, oh. What do you guys think about uh, the lineup? Let's start with uh, Lex. Any surprises for you? Um, Not really, other than I think I had predicted that he wouldn't start Vlaovic, but Max proved me wrong, and I'm glad he did. And um, I tried out both of our new players, and he put in that attacking trident, like you mentioned, and we seemed it was more of an attacking lineup in general. I think he dressed like six attackers, so I was happy with it. There you go, Ant. Uh, played who we had, you know, had a couple of South Americans come back late, still didn't know where the hell they were, what food they were eating, no idea what their names were. You know, jet lag will do that to you. But uh, one quick question. Bernadeschi is injured. That's why he wasn't available. Do we know what that injury is? Somebody help me out real quick. No, they said he'll be back uh, during the week. Muscle fatigue. Muscle fatigue, yeah. I get that every morning when I wake up. You know, the snap crackles and pops. But, uh, yeah, lineup is as expected. I thought uh, let's put the new guys in there and see how they cook. There you go. Omar? Yeah, we discussed it yesterday, exactly what we were thinking with the available players we had. No, not too many other options anyway. Deuce on the loose. Deuce on the loose. Uh, that's good. That's good. But uh, uh, write that man, one down. that's funny. That's really funny. funny. Okay. Without <laughs> further ado, let's get to uh, the highlights in this one. Okay. So kick it off. And Vlaovic, um, honestly, like I was surprised at uh, the amount of space that was opening up at the mm -hmm. back there and that they were willing to almost at times just leave that one body with Vlaovic back there. Uh, this was one uh, instance early on where he takes a quick touch to uh, the side there. Hold on a second here. 
Okay. Quick touch to the side and then has a go and uh, keeper parries it away there. But uh, Vlaovic, yeah, in the mood early on, you could tell. We got to get the first one out of the system, Albert. Much longer for us to uh, get what we wanted. Uh, misplaced header, poor uh, clearance header from uh, the defender falls right to Dybala's feet. And again, the space that was at the back, Verona was just, I was shocked that they would uh, leave this much uh, room at the back. And Vlaovic, yeah, he takes advantage of it. Hell of a finish. Hey, just an absolute hell of a finish there. A uh, couple things on that to, one, though. Over the the pass. The pass was unbelievable. Like, the way it checked up, it almost had, like, a little bit of English on it, how it, you know, the way it bounced. It was a beautiful pass, and the goalie just made an absolute terror of this. You know, he got caught in no man's land, and deuce on the loose made him pay <laughs> what's he yeah what's he gonna really do at this point though i mean you've got morata over here that was keeping this yeah. other defender occupied it's yep. literally like do i watch vlaovic run in all alone on me or do i come out try to make something out of it right so yeah verona was just uh, a lot of sorts at the back there uh early on it was really really uh strange he did kind of clamp down a little bit better here's the celly we all wanted uh, and love to see Vlaovic Dabala embracing everybody, welcoming uh, Vlaovic. Deuce is on the loose. Now, <laughs> Dybala here again, springing up uh, Morata up the flank here. Morata plays a fantastic ball into Vlaovic. I mm -hmm. thought for sure this was going to be the second one. Um, and unfortunately, he puts this one just wide. This one is one he was... You could see how choked he was on this one. Um, Lex, that was our second one back. right there, girl. That was there our second one. We, we called sick. a hat trick pregame. Yeah. That was our second one. This one really should have been the second. But we finish up the half 1-0. Uh, and overall, I mean, my only knock was uh, regaining and retaining possession. And I think that was my only knock the whole game. But we're 1-0 up. See what happens second half. Cliff, second thanks, half. buddy. We appreciate your, uh, appreciate your donation. Much appreciate, my friend. We will pull it up here. And uh, Morata coming up. This is, uh, again, all out of sorts. Verona started off the first half that way, and they started off the second half that way. And again, you've got Vlaovic here that has his defender just mm -hmm. on lockdown. And then these other guys just can't really seem to figure it out. Um, one midfielder occupying here opens up the window for Zakeri on the back door there. And... He, uh, yeah, takes full advantage of it. Great ball slipped through by Morata and Zakaria with a hell of a finish that I don't think too many people uh, knew he had in him, to be I'm honest. Just gonna say, uh, I'm just going to say Morata was wide ass open. Just going to put it out there. He was wide open. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was. But you're the new guy in town. Get the yep. job done. He did just that. It was actually a lovely, lovely finish. Guys, so where are we at here? I'm right here. Uh, I thought I lost you guys. Um, my window is not uh, opening up here. Hello. Well, yeah. if anyone deserves credit, it's Omer. This guy right here, over here. He picked. He picked the goal scores. Unbelievable. Yeah. Once, I guess we'll give him some once a decade. Today. Yeah, you can <laughs> once a decade. It's like predicting a goalkeeper goal. Come on. No, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Um, honestly, to nail Zakaria even scored, I'll give it to you. 
I'll give it to you on this one. So thank you. To finish up this match again. Let's just get to our summaries because you had a lot of mixed reviews out there. You had a lot of Juventini that were still very, very much uh, frustrated and just said, look, like we got the two nil win, but overall very pedestrian performance and whatnot. And I kind of get that and whatnot, but like, I'll get, let's start with your summaries and then I'll get mine in there. So let's kick it off with uh, Omar's uh, summary on this match. Uh, super happy. It went exactly as we hoped it would go because we could have gotten, you know, a reality check. It takes time for new players to gel with the team, but it happened exactly as we wanted. Dusan took 13 minutes to get his opener and that's the way Verona play. They press high, they leave holes at the back. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Usually by the 60th minute, they're, they're out of air and can't run anymore. And it went exactly the same. Let's not forget, we didn't have McKenney, we didn't have Lucatelli. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the amount of possession they had and the pressing, I didn't really feel like they were going to score at any point. I don't remember Chesney mm-hmm. making any type of saves or any shots really threatening the goal. So it was a good, very good defensive work, both from the midfield and defense and clinical. That's what we expect from Juve. 12 shots, nine on target. That's what you get when you have a proper uh, center forward. Um, and that's about it. There you go. And your summary. Uh, I'll keep it nice and sweet because I have them in uh, numerical order. Uh Great game, like you said, considering that we have a lot of new faces. You know, again, missing the starters. Not going to reiterate their names, but uh, it's going to be Max going to have his hands hands full trying to get all these guys in in the coming games. But we have a busy schedule. We what five more games in February? A lot of football left to be played. Uh, great game in that sense. Overall, it was a good game. Still had to fix up fix the passing issues. You know, but I think uh, Al, I believe you put a tweet out to say that just comes with chemistry, right? Don't know where other guys are going to be uh, coming back off an of international break. You know, I think we should uh, give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt there. But so I'm not going to go too hard on on them for that. Uh, Morata, uh, Deuce on the loose, and Dybala have to play together. I think if this game shows anything, those three have to play. No excuses. And We're then definitely get to that. And then the last one, quick one was. Uh, Morata touched on it in his post-game interview when he was talking with Bazali. He said that, and you could see it, the team just looks rejuvenated. Even Rabio was getting into it, right, with his, with his teammates in a jovial fashion. Lex, sorry about that. But, you know, you can just see the team, went, like you and I talked about, Al, you bring in the guy, it just changes everybody's attitude. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, fantastic points. And again, we're going to expand on some of these uh, main points that Omar and Ant hit, and then I'm sure Lex will hit on something that we're going to expand on. So Lex, your summary? Yeah, overall, super exciting game. I guess I'll start with the positives. Um, Lavich's holdup play was excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, he drew a lot of fouls, um, many of which weren't called, surprisingly, but um, he did draw a lot of attention from their defense, left a lot of gaps in behind the back line for Morata and Dybala to exploit. So that was exciting. And that comes from having the proper center forward. Um, the Blavich Dybala link up was super exciting, especially that goal. Um, it felt like an eternity waiting for the ball to drop into the net when he chipped, <laughs> when he chipped the goalie, but that was that was an exciting moment too. Um, as Ant mentioned, even Rabiot played really well yesterday, actually. Um, 
I would say the only like knock I had on the game was kind of as Al mentioned was it was a bit sloppy when we were in possession with our like passing but I feel like that's a mixture of high press from Verona and then also just team chemistry just sometimes not being able to read each other yet and I think considering that we had those two new players and we threw them in the lineup and they both performed like amazing like how can you have a better debut than that I think that that was probably what was most promising about the match absolutely so again fantastic points we're going to touch on all this cliff and with his comment too um oh, in here with what were everyone's reactions when our new boy scored everybody saw mine because i was live on the watch along mm -hmm. and i absolutely lost it on vlaovic um stream was killing me yesterday by the way couldn't pull up comments uh, i apologize to everybody that was tuning in the watch along still um thanks everybody for sticking around we had a massive uh, showing it was actually really really good um so thanks for that but i absolutely flipped when blauer scored that 12 minutes in um again uh what better uh, debut can you ask for and then zakaria to add to it and not only that i was just really impressed with uh, zakaria in terms of uh the technical ability his touch the balls that he was able to uh trap right like uh the ones coming down on him uh, from the air and whatnot he was able to uh show a lot of good touch uh which was good i didn't uh, expect some of the technical stuff out of him. Um, a lot of comparisons made to Blaze Matuidi and whatnot. And I think I could see some, but I think I'll give uh, Zakaria a little bit more uh, credit to his technical ability than uh, Blaze there. But your summaries were all fantastic for me. Um, I mean, it's a good win. It's a good, good win. Mm -hmm. Puts us in uh, top four now and again everybody that's um ahead of us has to think about us and i made this point on uh, yesterday on the match day live i did again on the watch along look if you're the teams ahead of us uh what are the stats since november um something like nine out of 13 games have been clean sheets for juventus um out of the 13 matches there's something like uh 32 goals scored 31 and four 31 goals for four conceded. I mean, this team has done a fantastic job of being in striking distance. Now you add Vlaovic to the mix, and now we have a major, major scoring threat. All of a sudden, your midfield has much more uh, combinations that we can work with with Sakaria there. Sorry, Al. It's 31 and six. Sorry. Okay. 31, 31 and four. six. There you go. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, all of a sudden we're on the up and we're uh, we're trending upwards mm -hmm. and uh, the other guys have to think about us. That Milan match, that was a great result. I think I know a lot of fans wanted uh, the draw or whatnot or I can't believe I'd say some wanted Inter to win. I will never want Inter to win anything. Uh, but some of you did and I understand why because you think it'll be easier for, uh, you know, these teams, these mm -hmm. couple teams ahead of Juve to drop down. No, that's fine. Make it tight up there between those teams, and we just continue rung by rung to climb that ladder, baby, okay? Yes, sir. One step at a time. It. I love it. Again, possession was my one knock in this one. Regaining it and then retaining it. We were a little sloppy, but again, everybody made the same points. That'll come with chemistry. Um, our press, our press a little non-existent, but again, Max wanted to play that... Uh, he wanted to play that game where we sucked uh, Verona in and then try to hit him on the counters. Um, and it worked. 
It worked. Uh, we're going to break everything down even further. First, let's get to player ratings. This were the player ratings from uh, the all UV cast team. We have tech coming in with 6.5, nothing too crazy to deal with, but he did what he had to when he had to DeShilio six steady without going outside of his uh, abilities. Killini seven. Um, yeah, could skip a few Sunday dinners with uh, how much uh, lasagna he ate up yesterday. Okay. Delict 6.5. Less work than Chiellini to do. Still strong showing. Danilo, 6.5. Um, there was a bit of a showing. bit of an argument on that one because some of us thought he was a seven. Yeah. Some thought he was a six. You know, he had he had a really good game quietly. Yeah, he quietly had defensively. The only reason uh, I think well, like, I was one of them not putting a, him up at seven is because of the other guys that were in that man of the match discussion for me. I had around seven, and I don't think he would have been up there for man of the match. That's the only reason I had him a little if, bit down. If he gets that back heel assist to the baller, then he's definitely a seven. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Rabio, six. We went a little soft, I think, on Rabio after I watched it the second game. I think. Six and a half, even potentially, yep. you know, a bit higher. But again, if we have a couple of the guys that were in the real talks from that match at seven, I think 6.5 would have been fair for uh, Rabio. So six a little harsh for him. Artur, 6.5, did his job and showed uh, he can be disruptive enough defensively, I think. Um, Zakaria, we had at seven. Uh, you know, great physical display in his first match, uh, made some good attacking runs, and of course, scored uh, the second one with great finish. Vlaovic, seven solid hold up play, generated a lot from scraps, really, because of this, mm -hmm. the game that we were playing, um, and still made himself very, very uh, dangerous. Beauty finish, should have had uh, at least a brace. And uh, Anthony, of course, would say at least a three-bagger. Uh, Morata, 7.5. Um, he was our AJC team man of the match. Uh, he was everywhere and involved in almost mm -hmm. all dangerous scenarios for this team. Um, and obviously uh, had an assist as well. Dybala, we put him at a 6.5. Good game. Uh, would have got a higher score if he could have buried that opportunity that uh, looked like it was going to head through uh, the keeper's legs. They're so close. but Should have went top cheddar. Well. So, yeah. Should have went high. There you go. Those are our ratings. Now let's get to our individual man of the match. Uh, for me, it was uh, Morata. Uh, he was everywhere, uh, always involved, and I thought he did a fantastic job. So I'm going to give it to uh, Morata. Lex, your man of the match. I think I could have given it to anyone across the front three, honestly. Um, just to change it up, I'm going to go with Dybala. I thought that he connected a lot of our attack. Um, he had these, like, just flicks and tricks, moments of brilliance. That's why he's my favorite player to watch. So I'm going with Dybala. There you go. And? You know me. I, I like the guys at the back. I like to give them some shout-outs. You know, Vlaovic, I think, deserves it. Morata, I think, deserves it all great calls i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the old guy because you know us old guys gotta stick together i'm gonna go with Kalini. there you go Kalini for ant uh mm -hmm. let's go into bala i went morata omar i'll go with the websites of collecting stats and everything zakaria was the highest rated player on all sites so man of the match mm -hmm. for me yeah mm. there you go 
Zakaria so, still, again, this highlights why I think it's not fair for a lot of Juventus uh, to really be too upset about this because we had so many players that put in such a good shift, right? If we're if we all come up with four different man of the match, and you still have Vlaovic, who none of us picked, that's in the mix. This is a great showing. This is a great just, showing for this team. Just to Omar's point, Zakaria <laughs> was was that good. Like he was that good. He only touched the ball thirty six times. That just shows yeah. you the kind of player yeah. that he he's gonna be. Even so, even Arthur call. got a high rating on a lot. He of was uh, very very much involved, just breaking up Verona's yep. play. It was fantastic. Yeah. The show for Chiellini is great too because Chiellini rendered their target man absolutely useless, and it forced Verona to strictly only play down the wings. In which case, they were very weak on one, so they could only go through Lazovic. And it made things very, very straightforward for Juventus in that uh, <laughs> defensive thing. They really could only hope for some crosses that were going in there. But again, Chiellini dominated aerially. Um, so great, great showing. Uh, we've got some shouts coming in here. Dybala, man of the match for Luca, Cliff, death taxes, and Lex picking Dybala, man of the match. Yes, yes. Um, Danilo from Lucci. There you go. Uh, Jay wondering where Death Clutch is. Probably uh, yeah. recording the next hit album. Okay, so we'll just wait for that release. But uh, I'm sure they'll jump in there. So now, let's get to uh, the goods. Let's get to the goods here. Okay, the impact from the new guys. Okay, absolutely massive. Absolutely massive. You could see the energy in all the other players, not just mm -hmm. uh, Zakaria and uh, um, Blaovic, but. For one match, for the first match back since uh, adding these two additions, it was a different feeling and looking Juventus. Much, much different. Is it the final product that everybody expected? Because everybody expected FIFA. Like we were going to go out there and, you know, go 4 nil, whatever, 5 nil. No, no. <laughs> yeah, you're calling hat trick, whatever. I called 2 nil. A lot of us called, you know, a 2 nil win. Uh, I'll pat myself on that one. Yeah, 2-0. Um, should have been 2-0 at the half, too, by the way, but that's okay. Did too. Uh, nobody's tracking that. So, yeah, <laughs> do. ultimately, different, different look in Juventus, and I like uh, I like our chances to, again, make do some damage the second half of this season. So the impact from these guys is massive. Vlaovic opens up avenues for everybody else. Um, Highways. Art, yeah. You could see this was the most interesting thing, too. It didn't play as a true 4 3 3. It was one of the things I put out in a tweet. I said, How are we going to do this? Okay, are we going to use Dibala inverted coming off the right and Murat to be a true winger? It actually played out as a 4 3 2 1 uh, Christmas tree formation that Max has used before. And you could see how it worked. It actually made a lot of sense. Morata ended up doing very well even in hold-up play because he didn't have to be holding up against center backs he was holding up against full backs much easier for his frame and whatnot to do because Vlaovic occupied uh Verona center backs that made sense Dybala close always into the middle of the park very rarely did he drift to the flank um makes nice. sense Again, so it's very the building blocks are very much there. Um, so I really, really like the impact. Now, the questions that arise from this is it sustainable to play 
Morata in that role and continue on with Vlaovic, Dybala, and Morata? This is a question that I actually saw Alex P come out with on Twitter there and whatnot. And I always know he's going to be part of the chats here and get his comments in. Thought we would address Alex's uh, tweet about it not being sustainable. Let's start with Omer. Is it sustainable? Uh, probably not because of the condensed schedule. We have to figure out some other ways to play. But it was a different type of game uh, that plays to Morata's advantages. His speed and his ball control because uh, Verona were pressing very high. The interesting thing is because of his physique and his speed and now Vlahovic's presence in the area, it's also good for games where we control and we whip in a lot of crosses and the other team kind of, you know, parks the bus. If it's that's our best 11, in my opinion right now, yes. Uh, is it sustainable? I, I guess we'll see something different on uh, Thursday against Sassuolo because it's Coppa Italia and they want to take the pressure off. I believe that's why he and Dybala were subbed. Um, but it's not a plan for the long term, if I if I really think of it. But Morata can change the season if we have a rejuvenation in that new role. Then I'm all for it, and I hope it stays that way. The same way I played yesterday was fantastic. I called him being better on the side rather than the he center. Did. And so That's far, true. it's been working out well. We have six more games, five more games this uh, month. Let's see how it goes. Okay. Okay. Alex saying he's no to uh, Morata, Vlavic, and Dybala, and that we need a winger in there. And uh, your thoughts on that? Well, try. you know me. I got. Uh... I'm a big Morata lover. Where is it? Right there. There he is right here up, up on my shoulder, the pink jersey. Uh, I agree with Omer. Like he, you called as a left winger. Uh, I thought he had a great game. Verona stinks. Let's just put that out there. Verona stinks. They were down a lot of players. So the, I don't think there's a lot we can really read into the game uh, in terms of, you know, can we sustain this lineup? Is this the one that we're going to use moving forward? But it, there, there are positives that you can take some positives away from it. And Morata playing on the left, is he going to be as good out there as like, you know, what Mandzukic did, but Mandzukic did a lot more for a hockey turn back checking or playing, playing with a defenseman. Um, let's see. It's a good start. I'd, I'd like to see that lineup against Sassuolo. And I said this on, on the last pod I was on, we need to win a trophy. We lost the Supercopa, so don't expect a lot of guys to be resting on Thursday. Even though we have a big game on Sunday against Atalanta, I expect a full power lineup on Thursday as well. Yeah. Lex, let's get your thoughts on, uh, you know, Morata, Vlaovic, and Dybala. Is this the, is this, would this be your go-to even all, all our uh, other guys healthy and whatnot? Yeah, I think so. I think I agree with the points that Omar and Ant both made about it. I think it's Morata seems to thrive in that role on the wing and when he's not necessarily the focal point and he gets to work in the spaces. And um, as you mentioned, Dybala on that right side, there's concerns about Ken Dybala playing a 4-3-3 and having him on the right, he did drift towards the center a lot. He actually got to roam around a lot of the game. So I thought that it worked out with him there. And But as Ant mentioned, it's important to consider was like a weekend Verona side at that I believe they were missing their two forwards um right so I think due to suspension so I mean it'll be interesting to see what Max does I think like given our schedule you definitely have to try out some other combinations um 
it's just interesting to think about like who you would put instead of Morata. I don't know if you guys have any shouts or how would you rearrange the attack, say, for not going with that trident? Well, I mean, when you're looking at this team and you're looking at the options that can come off the bench, uh, I don't think I play Keane in one of those uh, positions, to be honest. I mean, I see Keane as just the change-up uh, nine. He could try potentially there, but it, we still ended up using, because of the way they rotated, if Vlaovic wasn't dropping, he was peeling off his defender as Morata dropped to try and get that space in behind those defenders. Keane's hold-up, even against fullbacks, might not be... Um, up to snuff or whatnot. Bernardeschi is an interesting one. Bernardeschi, to me, is one that could do a lot of damage um, in a different style in mixed with those players there. Um, Morata, Vlaovic, or even Dybala, Vlaovic. Uh, Bernardeschi will be uh, interesting to see when he comes back. The other thing I think we're missing is it still, for me, shines that light on that midfield because you still have one style player out of the midfield that can't really unlock and truly break free like you look at that second goal morata breaks free out of the middle of the area there and uh, in the neutral zone and he just kind of everything opens up from there vlaovic uh, occupies his defenders and whatnot and then you have opportunities i do agree with alex's point here that we did not play off vlaovic well enough but again i think chemistry I think time that will change, but there were times where we weren't quite there. Um, but yeah, I think you still, if you add a midfielder that can break open the game out of the middle of the park, then it's completely different. And then all of a sudden Morata and Dybala can even go higher up and be closer to Vlaovic at all times to play off him and whatnot. And there were a lot of scenarios during this game where you could see Vlaovic ignoring the midfield and playing to Dybala and playing to Morata and whatnot. You know, you add one, like, spark out of the midfield that can create with them and add to that, and I think that's that that missing key. I don't think it's so much that we need to break apart Morata, Vlaovic, and Dybala. I think we need one more guy out of the middle that can kind of support that. Yes, there, there is another option uh, I, I was thinking about. <clears throat> if we are playing those, this sort of 4-3-1-2, I, I believe we can play with, let's say, Arthur Zakaria Lucatelli, then McKenny as the CIM and Dybala and Vlakovic as the two center forwards. What do you think about that? Sorry, one more time, Omer. Four three one two McKenny yep. as the CAM and Dybala and Vlakovic partnering up. Yeah, I've seen that put out there by Juventini with uh, McKenny as uh, that center attacking mid. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, it's a tough one. Lex, what do you think about McKenny as a as a cam there? Um, that is an interesting shout. I mean, I don't know. I still. I still think that, like, if you've got a 10 position, that you've got to put Ebola there. That would be my thing. But, I mean, I can see why, because you would want him to be in a more attacking position. But it's an interesting show, for sure. Yeah. Anth, what do you think? You're, You're muted, Anth. Sorry, thanks, Omer. I think what worked yesterday was that Verona, again, stink. And Vlaovic, he was so... 
alone that you don't want to I was glad that they weren't like congesting him with like another striker beside him. You want that unit to work by himself because one on one, he's an absolute terror. So I liked how he had a lot of space on his own to kind of work. Uh, you know, but that McKenny as a I think just I just think McKenny would kind of cramp his space. I think you kind of want Vlaovic to have as much alone time, you know, put him in the corner as much as you can. Uh, but what if would you put Quadrado on the left and sorry, uh, no. Debal on the left and Quadrado on the right if need, if Monata has to rest with Vlaovic up top in a 4 3 3? Does that work? If, if let's just say Berdeski has more fatigue like an old man like me, is could yeah. Quadrado work up there? Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know, Al's yeah. gonna say no. I think it, I think that could work for sure. Quadrado, I mean, playing out of one of those roles, I mean, he's pretty versatile when it comes to he's played everywhere up along the right side so why not um i think again it's just i think a question we'd more be curious to ask is if we should be going in a more standard 433 or keep a christmas tree right or do we go mm-hmm. more free 433 and when Dabal is out there he can be inverted and the other two guys can and Morata could play almost like a true winger. Would that help this team more than this this Christmas tree setup? Um, at times, a Christmas tree setup, you get a little too congested and it, it makes things a little bit difficult uh, to operate and whatnot. But uh, I don't know. Overall, uh, I think for the first game with everybody, I think it was pretty good. I think it was pretty Anish, good. Anish, throw, so, uh, throw your Twitter handle out here. Anish is a good follow on Twitter. He's a you know loyal fan of the show. He comes out... Uh, every show and uh he has some good i'd say mostly good takes on twitter i'm not gonna say all great takes none of us have really great takes but uh you know a really good follow on twitter so and you throw that out here so you can uh so you can share your your handle with the team appreciate it appreciate all the help by the way as well there you go now we've talked about the roles we've talked about 433 now again this one i saw more that christmas tree would we benefit more from the 433 who knows, but let's talk about um, something that happened during this game that was actually driving me nuts because I saw nothing out of it, okay? Saw absolutely nothing out of it, but the Paulo Dybala scenario, okay, where the cameras go to him on a substitute around, what, the 76th minute or whatnot. So Kellini walks over to Dybala, puts the armband on him, and then Dybala finds out he's getting subbed. That's a blazing um, disc, by the way. Hey, here, be the captain. Oh, wait, never mind. You're coming with me. That's a, yeah, so whoopsies. look, I didn't see anything in there to make anything of it. Uh, he walks off, Allegri says something, he makes a face, uh, he goes, he sits down, and then, of course, they pan in, and he just looks uh, a little bit uh, a little bit uh, disgruntled. But by no means was it anything to make a scenario out of. Yeah. And uh, I put a tweet out there uh, today that, uh, oh, my God, I almost wish I didn't. Uh, but uh, basically... I just said let's uh, let's not make uh, something out of nothing, right? Um, this is a player who didn't want to leave the pitch. Players should feel like that. That's a normal mm-hmm. reaction. Um, any player uh, worth their uh, money isn't going to want to leave the pitch. Okay, so mm-hmm. that and then the fact uh, about this contract negotiation is creating people to overanalyze and overthink things. There's nothing there. Somebody reacted to me saying that uh, this is not how captains act. Bullshit. 
bullshit. And I'll tell you why, okay? Because I watched the best captain I've ever seen and my favorite player do it on multiple occasions. And I tweeted that mm-hmm. out too with photo evidence because Del Piero's done it a number of times. He also did it not with Juventus, but at Sydney where he absolutely had a meltdown on the pitch yelling at the manager and uh, his teammates and whatnot. And you know what the reaction there was? The literal quotes in the papers after Del Piero did it on numerous occasions, not just the one time he did it. It's okay. It means he's a winner. That's what mm-hmm. winners do. Yeah, but those Aussies, it's some, there's something in the water down there. I'm not this was sure. in Italia too, and this was fan oh, reaction okay, too. Del, they, it's a different when your perception is uh, different. And Dybala's got this perception now. And unfortunately, it's up to him to break it, but he's never going to do it. Don't forget Bonucci's full-scale meltdown last year, kicking bottles, throwing his jacket and whatnot. What did he say in All or Nothing? His exact words. He knows he needs to be that example, but as a human being, it's 100% impossible to be that example every single time. Mm -hmm. Did Buffon ever lose his cool in moments where he shouldn't have? Absolutely. Once or twice. Once or and twice. He's one of the absolute goats of the game. Don't look into a kid making a pouty face. I shouldn't even call him a kid. He's 28. Don't look into it, this mm-hmm. guy. He's a kid to a me. Pouty face while he's leaving the pitch. <laughs> Easy, he Lex. He could have blown up. Uh, just to add, CR left our friggin' stadium, everybody. He might have had an appointment. I still, I'm still not sure about that one. I don't know. He might have had somewhere to go. He's <laughs> a busy guy. There's nothing to this, everybody. Relax on no. the Apollo thing. Absolutely nothing. There. I'd like to get Lex's thoughts on it. Do you guys agree? Lex, you're first. I I agree completely. I honestly, like, I don't know how I missed that moment, but, like, I watched the second half kind of in bits, and then I went back and rewatched it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, like, maybe I just didn't even pick up on it, but then I ended up seeing it on Twitter after, and I'm like, I, I just didn't think it was a big deal. Like Al said, I think just because of his contract negotiations right now, he's everything he's doing is under a microscope, and then the whole looking for his friend in the stands, like, it's kind of probably an accumulation of things, and like you said, I think if you're an athlete, you're a competitor. Like, of course, you don't want to get taken off the field. Like, I get upset when I get subbed off. Like, doesn't mean he's any less for the team or he's any less mm-hmm. happy about the win. I think he just wanted to stay on the field. And Max probably wanted to give him some rest, given our schedule. And I think that it's something they'll work out. I mean, I think Morata got, like, not too long ago, earlier in the season, got into a shouting match with Allegri on the sidelines when he was subbed off. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's normal. These things happen. You yeah. know what? They probably had a discussion about it after, or they probably even talked about it today, and it's absolutely nothing. nothing they might not it. have even talked about it because it was so minor. It was so minor. It was literally nothing, and media would blow it up. Hey, Al, oh. could you imagine? Uh, could you imagine? You know, you and your wife having a discussion, and you walk past her, and you hear her say something. And you're like, "Wow, that was a stupid thing to say." But then you're like, "You might have misheard her," and then, and you have a 4K camera in your face. That would happen to me like three or four times a day. But oh, yeah. it would be the other way around because it would be me saying I was something to say, my wife with the camera. If you captured my, wife re- my wife's reactions to things I say, it probably right. be. Oh, yeah. It's the other way around. Much but, yeah, like, yeah, like, what yeah. are we talking about here? All yeah, and you get, if you ever played football, you know, no matter where in your neighborhood or professionally, you know mm-hmm. that this game takes out a lot of emotions. And you can't expect at the highest level to not have these emotions. Like this is what they do for their living. And, you know, it happened to every captain. Zidane got a red card for captaining 
France in the 26, uh, 2006 World Cup for headbutting Materazzi for trash talk. And it cost his country. It, it happens to everyone. Is he brilliant less trash of a great talk, player? It was brilliant. Is he less of a great player? Absolutely not. And that's what you expect from a captain. There's only one I can think of who never had any of these incidents, and it's Puyol, but it's just asking too much to not have any emotions and push everything aside. I like to see it. It means he wants to play. It means he wants to be on the pitch. Considering the way we manage his injuries in the last few seasons, it's good for him to rest because Allegri is thinking forward on the games ahead and not just pleasing players on the pitch. That's what the manager should do, and I'm Happy he was sad, and I'll be more than happy to see him on uh, versus Sassuolo and Atalanta. Yeah, Zidane had uh, a, n- a number of uh, scenarios there. Luca, I don't even know what is going on with you this morning. <laughs> Respect him more for that act. No idea what uh, that but, comment means. Animesh uh, pretty much sums it up. As soon as his contract situation is resolved, things will quiet down. Again, it's mm-hmm. just that I wanted to just really show people how much uh, media can just blow something up that is absolutely nothing and just take advantage of the scenarios circulating around Dybala and Juventus and use it to their advantage and whatnot. And the sad thing is about it is that it does actually hurt the players, uh, his reputation, his persona and whatnot. Because I don't really see this added into the mix. A lot of fans are using it to add into the mix with um, the look to management after, uh, you know, that goal and and all this and whatnot. But let's not forget, it's a two-way street. And nobody knows enough of the details behind closed doors. What we do know is that this team has tried to ship this guy out that's done everything in his power to stay at Juventus. We've tried to push him to the side on numerous occasions. So the lack of respect has also been heading towards the player from the club as well. So we have to all remember that. So mm-hmm. while you're going to sit there and judge a player, number one, there's a ton of players, bigger and better players than Paulo Dybala that have done worse than what he did yesterday. And he's also been disrespected too, to some extent. So let's pump the brakes on making any, uh, you know, judgment calls and statements. Like and he that. never said anything. He never said anything to the press in interviews. There are a lot of players that shit talk their manager. And like Del Piero, everyone who was brought in, Marcelo Salas, Ibrahimovic, kept quiet, kept working, never, you know, badmouthed anyone in the team, just kept yeah. working. And that's what Dybala does. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, it would have been easy after that look to uh, the management there. It would have been easy to follow something up in the interview. And all he said was he was looking for a friend. So. Sorry, wasn't there that day though, unfortunately. So he wasn't go. there. What are we talking about? He was looking for a friend. You guys read it now. So much. Stuff. Let's get back to the goods. Let's get back to uh, these acquisitions and whatnot. Zakaria making our midfield pretty much formidable uh, as we see it now, and it opens up different combinations. My question to all you and everybody that's joining us live today is: What is your best combination in the middle of the pitch with the addition of? Zakaria. So I want to know how you shape us in the middle of the park. Let's kick this one off with Lex. Wow. So, I mean, it's, it's tougher now. And I think that that's probably the best part of it is that he brings us options. That is probably, I think what he brings to our team. That's the greatest is finally having some options in the middle where we can play players. 
And I've heard some shouts for Zachariah as a six, but I don't, to my knowledge, I think he's more of an attacking midfielder, like more of an eight, more I believe he used to play in a midfield of two-man mid, two midfield. So they're saying that he adjusted pretty well to the three-man midfield yesterday. Um, I think it depends where you want to put these players. I think that I still like the balance that um, McArthurelli brings. So like Arthur McKenney, Locatelli. I think that you can throw in um, Zachariah. I think I would throw him in for probably like McKenney in that. Like what about Locatelli, Zachariah, and Arthur? Um, I don't know. I Zacharelli? Zacharelli? What about Zacharelli? I mean, oh, I don't know. What do you guys think? You think that you're giving me a headache. He could play in the six. You think he could take on that Regista role, or would you maybe shift Loka into the six and play him in the eight more? Sorry, like the outside of the midfield three? I don't know. So, I'm trying to get all the nicknames. You you threw like three there. I I don't disagree with any of like the player combinations, but was it yeah. McCarthorelli? Was that the one? McCarthorelli was probably yeah. I mean, or you could go with Zacharelli. Zacharelli. I think we just gotta let those ones die out, Lex. Yeah. I'm sorry. But yeah, I know. Uh, tried to push it a couple times. I just don't think it's sticking or happening. Man. I haven't seen it. Was a good, of, uh, it was a valiant effort, though. Yeah, Thank you know, you. keep you know, keep effort. working at it. I keep working at like my predictions. You know, sometimes they they don't work. But you just gotta you gotta keep you gotta forge on. Um, the we see some I, shouts here for this, and that's Zakaria being the one that's ahead of the center backs. And I Omar's pointing now. My next question, I was going to change it up for Omar and yeah, Anthony. Omar. Do you guys see Zakaria as playing in that role and being able to? Yeah. Yeah, he plays that way for Switzerland. Uh, uh, Minchin Gladbach used to play with uh, two central midfielders, so it's a bit different. But uh, he's a six. He has the physique and the technique from what I've seen from him, the way he plays. So I agree. I think our best lineup right now in midfield is Zakaria as a six, Lucatelli and McKenny Metzalas. Okay, so in a 4-3-3, you're saying? Yeah, with three midfielders. Hmm. I haven't seen enough of this kid, so uh, I hope to. See, he had that little bit of a back issue. I think it's when he was stretching to to block that shot. He got a pull back pull. So I'd like before he I call him a six or an eight. I'd like to see a little bit more of him. From what I see, I I think he could play both positions. Uh, I'd like to see how he goes up against a team like Atalanta, like a good structured team. Let's see. Let's see how he works then in Serie. A. Because he's been playing, you know, Bundesliga. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. I think, uh, you know, you, you're hit with another question mark. I think when when Artur's out there, can Artur play as an eight? In any uh, of your opinions, can he play as an eight when he's out there? He played that way for Barcelona. Um, it worked out. Sort of worked out. Uh, he had Sergio Busquets behind him. I don't know. I don't think he's too much of a presence in the area. That's what we expect from your Metzala to get in and, you know, on the edge of the area. I don't see Arthur doing that. I think he's much better at distributing passes, left, right, forward, backwards, never mind. But that's his best position, in my opinion. We just have better options there, I think. Like, I don't think we need to put Arthur in the eight. Like, I think we have better players that can play in the eight like I, I mean we have less players that can play in that regista role that arthur brings us so yeah yeah i think you know and the shouts 
I seen after this match where that Locatelli must be our Regista and he's miles ahead of everyone, but I think it's going to be way bigger benefit to this team to get Locatelli as a Mitsala and be able to support those forwards. Cause then I think if you, even if you're going to stay in say this Christmas tree setup, he's going to be one that can help support those guys up ahead and really, really change the passing range out of our midfield to be able to, uh, spring guys like Flavich, Morata, and then Dybala can stay a little bit higher up. But even Locatelli and himself, like we need we need a guy that can dribble in the middle of the pitch. You need that guy that can just dribble, just beat one guy to open open up lanes and draw extra attention, draw that extra guy. We just need one of those bodies. So even Locatelli uh, is not that guy, but still he helps us big time offensively and uh, we need some more goals out of the midfield. So I think our goal should be to get um, that Regista settled between if it's going to be our tour or it's going to be uh, Zakaria, whatever. McKenney is the one that uh, he's been in great form leading into this one. So he would have to make your main midfield combination in a go-to match, would he not? So that probably only really leaves one spot for Zakaria, and that is just ahead of the center backs. So it's interesting. Uh, Locatelli, Zakaria, and McKenney. That's a pretty solid midfield. It's pretty balanced when you look at it. Um, how can Zakaria deal with a press, though? That is the big question. Um, and I know he's, he does it for Switzerland and whatnot, but uh, just gauging, uh, you know, even yesterday's performance and whatnot, like I said, technically he's pretty good. He had a few errant passes, but that could have just been nerves at the start. And again, lack of chemistry and understanding with the other guys. But uh, I think it's worth a try. I think it's worth a try to see that and see what we can do there. I'm going to remind everybody, if you're listening to the podcast on uh, any of the audio uh, stations, just get over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Everybody that's here in the live chat, you guys are amazing. Like the video, okay? Take the time to like the video. If you're new to the channel, subscribe. It's all you ate all the time. Now, Storm the Barn. Should we get to some uh, Storm the Barn? I don't Let's even do see these guys aren't even prepared yet. Unbelievable. I said that a while ago and waiting for it. It's crazy. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? What's Come going on, people? On? Anyways, get your guys' money. questions in. Um, I want to see if our panel has any questions or any thoughts coming out of this game that they wanted to uh, touch on or summarize. I will remind everybody uh, we had a scare with uh, Zakaria there yesterday. Um, it's nothing serious. Took a knock to lower back. He's fine. Trained regularly today. Okay. Uh, Chiellini. Chiellini's got some pain in uh, his calf and he will be monitored. Uh, did Is it not the train calf? regularly. So. Is it the calf or lower back? Lower back for Zakaria, calf for Chiellini. Is it calf for Chiellini? Yeah. So uh, again, that's where we're uh, where we're at with those guys right now. Um, but yeah, do you guys have any uh, other thoughts or anything coming out of that game? How confident do you? Where did your predictions were for uh, before the Mercado ended on where Juve would finish? Has it changed now all of a sudden? Lex. Um. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's depending on how it's really interesting seeing how things are going. I think if the teams above us keep taking points off each other, keeping mm -hmm. it tight, I think we keep, I had us as finishing third before we got Vlaovic and um, Zachariah. So I would say I could see us I don't, maybe I can see us putting in a fight 
for the for the top or finishing second now that we have these two players i don't know i think it's changes everything it truly does i think we saw that yesterday there you go there you go uh let's get to uh cliffs here is this team set for a late scudetto run i'll take this one so i took juventus to win the league at the beginning of the year with ronaldo then they left we had to reevaluate i said fourth and then we had the mid-season predictions i said third then i see this team yesterday we're finishing first write that down screenshot that we're finishing first this year it's just we're playing way too good and i think People are the three teams ahead of us are taking notice and they're shaking in their boots. We're winning Ooh, the Scudetto yeah. this year. Book it. <laughs> yeah. Anthony, isn't it uh, hard? Book it. Waiting for that question. Omar. Yeah, I want to add that this January, not only, you know, Mercado wise, but I feel a lot more confident. The, the resurgence of Brugani and the Shilio made mm-hmm. me, you know, a lot more confident in our backup for the rest of the games we had because we are going to need them. Suddenly, we have four players who can play left back and three who can play right back. Uh, Rugani covered in massively, and you know, one month can change a season, yeah. And let's not forget, we only have Inter from the top. Inter, we have Atalanta on uh, Sunday, and then Inter on the I think April 1st. But we mm-hmm. already played Milan and Napoli. Most of them still have to play each other. They are going to lose points. And there's still Champions League coming. And a lot of things that can change the tide of the league. The gap isn't that big. If we win against Inter at home, then suddenly it's five-point difference between the two. And that that can be easy to overcome. We're back, baby. We're, We're back, back Love baby. It. We're back. We're back. switch it up to Champions League. We have two questions. So Naveen puts in Champions League final question mark. And then uh, Ilardo puts in how deep will we go in Champions League? So I feel way better about Villarreal. And after Mm -hmm. that, we know that you have to be pretty fortunate as well to go Mm -hmm. uh, beyond. Um, So we will see. But uh, again, we're just, we're trending in the right direction and things are picking up. Answer the question, Al. We're big. We're big. So, what do you guys think? How deep were we going to go in Champions League? Semi-final? I still say semi-final. Okay. Look, it's it's a lot of luck with the draws eventually. If we draw, if we get past VRL and draw Man City or Bayern in the quarterfinals, that's, they're still a lot more complete than us. And we still have a lot of young players that need to work together to form a team. Answer the question. Final is a stretch. Is a stretch. I'll be shocked if we make it to the final, but it's Champions League. Anything can happen. Uh, the away goal rule. Answer. I have no answer. I, I believe quarterfinals and depending on the draw. Lex? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with what Alan Omar said. I'm going to go with the um, quarter, maybe semi push. Maybe it's, it's weird because, like you said, Champions League, I mean, it's Anything can happen. It is a lot of luck, knockout tournament. So quarters. I think it raises the expectations though a bit. I think that Okay. Okay. So just just to help the sweat hogs and the bleachers, none of these three want to answer the question. The answer is semifinals, second leg. Benucci gives up a penalty shot. Oh stop it. In extra time, we go out in the semifinals. That's an answer. Give an answer. Second leg, semifinals. Benucci gives up a penalty shot. 
Okay, okay. Luca's got Danilo surely cemented as starting right back. Yes. Really? Oh yeah, like Lex. Quick, is he quick, cemented quick as starting right back? Cement. Um, I wouldn't say like cemented, but sure. Yeah, I thought he played well. Showed good. Showed a good game, and I think it depends on what what you're going for. Like, I still think you can play Quadrado there for an attack. Like, it depends you're on your opponent, what type of your game plan you got. Exactly, because I think if we go a traditional four three three, and you want one of those wingers inverted, all of a sudden I would not say that Danilo is your right back, uh, Omar. I like Quadrado. Um, I can say that there are two certainties in defense. First one is Delict starting. Second is Sandro not starting. The rest is is up for grabs, depending on the match, depending on the yeah. partnerships. Uh, Quadrado, Danilo, really depends on the game. Well and said. That's... Quick setting cement, thirteen ninety nine a bag at Home Depot. Boom, that's Danilo. <laughs> they should just rename it Danilo. Oh my god! Oh my god! Actually, it might be eight ninety nine. Look at look what you speed. did to Alex. Look what you did to Alex, Ant. Okay, you already you already hates the guy. Now look what you did. Now look what you did. Oh my god. So, yeah, Champions League, look, there's a lot of comments coming in here for Champions League. It's, again, you got to you gotta have fortune on your side. But fortune mm -hmm. favors the brave. Will Juve be brave enough? Will Max be bold enough? Uh, these, are, these are the questions. Um, he's Max definitely no pushover. Got... Sorry? Max is no pushover in the Champions League. No, he isn't. Will he dial up enough, though? We'll see. He's got the tools. Does he have the tools? Let, that's a better yeah. question. Does he have enough in his stable to go that deep in Champions League? Yeah. Yes. He does, eh? So Omar yeah. says, yes, he's got enough of the team to go to the finals. And no, definitely not to the final. Because it's only a Benucci, a Benucci error that takes us out of it. <laughs> Let's stick my guns, man. Is, yeah. this, is this team, does it, is it enough of a roster for you to make the Champions League final? It's tough because when you're also now we're like we're obviously in the top four race and possible push for top two Scudetto. I think it's always tough when you're balancing a push in the league with the Champions League. And I I don't know if we have the depth maybe in our midfield yet to do it in both. But I don't know. That would probably be like where my concern would lie because I think just like an injury or two and changes a lot of things. So, yeah, I think if I look at this roster, I mean, I would be at a loss almost if Max did get Champions League. Like, if he, he hit the final with this team, I'd actually be at a loss. Um, because I, I, I think it'd be pretty wild. I think fighting for the Scudetto, making a race, I think it's a different story if we have this roster like at the start of the year. I think Max is probably there amongst the top right now as we sit. Mm -hmm. So him, like this second half, I expect him to make it extremely interesting in Syria, and I believe we will. Um, Copitalia. So Copitalia, I think Max uh, will put take us very, very deep there. In Champions League, I would be absolutely ecstatic if uh, Max puts us in a situation to uh, potentially reach a final with this team, because I think it's still, I think it's still missing uh, a couple elements to uh, be one of those teams that deep in the tournament. So, yeah, if Max that, can that's do my it, question. Massive that's, credit. How many elements? Three players, a left back, midfielder. No, I think we're like two. 
two. I wouldn't say three. I think we're like Homer? just and one's really just a profile, but the other one, I think we're a like a serious left back away from being so able you, to. You think we that. make two solid signings in the summer? Champions League is attainable. Well, that's just it. Look at what we just did in the in the January window. Mm-hmm. This summer is absolutely massive for this club. You go from a team that thought they would need a couple of years to do this revamp, rebuild. Now, all of a sudden, we're one summer away from being legit, like, treble contenders. Like, it's it's wild. This summer will be a massive, massive uh, um, Interesting. symbol from the management if they could pull it together. That's my thoughts. Uh, too. Yeah, look, th- there's another element to oh, it. The ball, uh, of course. There's another element to it. First, you know, when we qualified, Chiesa was available. Uh, him not being available might be a problem. Um, the other uh-huh. thing is, in the previous max seasons, by the time the quarterfinals arrived, we were pretty much cemented in first place and could focus our attention mostly on the Champions League. Now it's different. You can't skip any game in the league and you got the Champions League in Coppa Italia. And that's a test uh, to Max because he never had to deal with that situation at Juve. So we'll see how it shapes out. I, do I think it's better to go further in the Champions League than, than the league? Like, Would I be satisfied with uh, semifinals and third place? No, I'd rather win the Scudetto and get eliminated in the quarterfinal. I think it's a better move going forward. But the Champions League money is a big thing. It's a big thing. Yeah, big, big money. It let's let's take the money and boost that summer that summer window again and back to back strong windows from this team. All of a sudden, like I said, big big shift in where we would be. And again, if Max has this team at the start of the year, it's different different story, different ball game. Uh, it's crazy what two players can do, but our midfield has way better combinations. That's yeah. the reason I wanted to ask that question to see everybody's difference in opinions on how we can shape up our midfield. Honestly, there's no right or wrong. It just shows how he's got way more flexibility on what he wants to do. Even if in certain matches he wants to go 4-2-3-1, he's got uh, better uh, guys for it. Um, Lex, your thoughts on that whole uh, Mercado thing and you know where we stand and how you feel about Max and this roster? Um, I think it's interesting. I think um, also got to remember – Got to re-sign Dybala, in my opinion, also, as moves for the summer. So going forward, re-sign Dybala, get a serious left back, and I think we do need another midfielder, another defensive midfielder, in my opinion. Offload Rabiot and go from there. I think that would help change the team in the summer. And I think, uh, as Omar pointed out, I think it would be interesting to see how Max does balance it because we do still need to solidify that Champions League spot for next season. So he's going to be balancing that along with our run in the Champions League. And so um, I think, yeah, in terms of that, I think Max, it, it is time for him to cook though now. I think he's got his tools and we bailed him out a lot of times previously because of the whole missing um, a main striker and missing depth in the midfield. And I think that those two things have been covered pretty well by this January transfer window. I think especially the Vlaovic factor. So I think that it's time for Max to use these uh, tools, put them together, put the puzzle together. I have a question for Lex right here, right now. And you have to answer the question. You have to admit, you have not really a question where we're coming. You have to admit that the last two games, Rabio has played really well. 
Rabio has played very well. I have, I gotta admit it, I do. But you guys see me on Twitter. Wow. I'm rooting for him. I said I was most excited to watch him yesterday. He hasn't been so, a liability. I'm just I'm, saying. Rogani's turned it around. Lord DeShilio's turned it around. Okay. Like I say okay. the S word. Let's just okay. pump okay. the brakes. Okay. 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 Just throwing the barn carryover from Match Day Live. Talk mm. to Omar about it. Got his answer. Don't need it because <laughs> it's an instant <laughs> no. Lex and Anthony, is there a possibility for Morata to save his spot with this team next season? Lex, you go first because you know my answer. Go ahead. Um, and everybody I'm live. I'm going to say yes because mm -hmm. with Chiesa out until like foreseeable future until like probably they say maybe January, November ish, I think. And if this attacking trident works the way, and he takes on that role on, on the side, I think that, I don't know. I think maybe it saves his spot. I mean, how much do we have to pay to sign him? Well, that's the thing. It would have to be at a lower fee right? and Atletico yeah. will be willing and they're not going to keep it at 35. That's um, the thing. If they lower it, I'm keeping him. I am. Really? Yeah, I think so. We'll Absolutely see, brilliant. Ant's going to say the same thing. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm going to say this right here. Morata can save himself. Yeah. Bringing in uh, Deuce on the loose is going <laughs> to save. It. It, it's it's going to save Morata's, you know, career here at Juventus. Let's... He can, you know, re, he can, you know, recreate himself as that left wing kind of uh, striker. But, but we're not paying 35 million euros for him. That has to come down. Let's say Morata plays as he did yesterday um, consistently enough. Obviously, there'd be drop-offs here and there for the rest of the remainder of the season. Omar, would that change your mind or still you're just an absolute no? I, I'm never an absolute no. Yeah. Oh, okay, let me say some, uh, something about me. I really do believe that a smart person doesn't hold firm to his opinions no matter what. If a new information comes to light, you can change your opinion. It's Unless okay. you're Lou or Luca, then they never yeah. change. Right. Yeah, they tell Rabio if he scored a hot trick on the Champions League final. <laughs> but if Morata can turn it around, then definitely, yeah. Right now, I wouldn't sign him. Come June, I might change my mind. It's okay. Mm -hmm. No problem with it. If he's performing, I'm all for it. If he's not, then bye-bye. There you go. There you go. No, that's uh, that's awesome. Uh, well said, too. And, yeah, I mean, you could change. You could change. And, honestly, uh, you just uh, we give our opinions based on uh, the now. And, obviously, what happens down the road changes things drastically. So, yeah, it's uh, good stuff, though, again. Um, Juve's trending in the right direction. Uh, we got a couple of good, good players, and uh, they showed uh, their abilities in their uh, debut. Uh, we're going to move forward. We've got uh, what's on tap next, Copa Italia against Sassuolo. Okay, so we'll be back with a match day live for that. And then, of course, post-match podcast, hopefully move further on in that uh, tournament. And then, uh, of course, back to Syria with a big, big one. Okay, the next one is huge for those standings, and that's going to be against uh, Atalanta. Um, good news with Zakaria. We got that. Uh, that's nothing serious. This is going to be big. This is going to be a big one against Atalanta. Does anybody want to give any kind of uh, 
inkling of a prediction this early on. Yes. I love it. I love it. And let's go. Sorry, you're talking about the Atalanta game or Sassuolo or both? Atalanta. Uh, 3-1 win. Three, right out of the gate, 3-1. Yeah. No lineups, yeah. no nothing. Just Juve's winning it. I will say yeah. this. Juve's winning that matchup. Um, yeah. Lex? Yeah, it's for me, it's a must win. You have to win this game. Like, can't drop points to them. And I think that Atalanta's in a place right now where they – the wheels seem to be falling off a little bit, so I'm hoping we take advantage of that. So yeah, I'm gonna go with um, two nothing. Who called Atalanta's wheels falling off in uh, November? Oh, and you, me, and you, right? Me and you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we both say that Atalanta is a nice little cute little story, December. but eventually they just you there know, you go turn into a dumpster you go. fire. Animation and you, and you say I pat my back. Are bad at home. <laughs> you do. I do a lot. I told you I bruise my back sometimes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I already called yesterday. We're winning all six games this month, so that's a good question no. for the for the crew right here and, and the people watching. So we're Clearly we want to know yesterday. How do we how do we go in February? I I said four wins, two draws. I think Al, you said the same thing. And I said four wins and a couple draws. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, Lex, do we think Napoli's gonna fall off as well? <laughs> Napoli have a really tough schedule. Yeah, really but they're they're basically right. back to full strength without Koulibaly. They're they're basically back. Men back too, which is yeah changes things. He's a problem. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting though. All their mm -hmm. schedules are kind of like Juve's got a good schedule. We got to get by this Atalanta one, and I think we will. I think we'll get it done. And uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty fired up. Uh, it's it's crazy what a difference a uh, couple of additions make uh, to the team. The... But you can feel that energy. You could feel that energy. We talked about going into it, Omar and I, and covered it on the. It's like, it's been a while. I've been like before. I've been that excited going into a match, and uh, the guys didn't disappoint. Um, pretty good for the first match with all of them playing together. I only expect it to get better. Very, very interested in seeing us line up against Atalanta yeah. and hopefully take it to them and get that win. That's going to be a big one. Thanks, everybody. Panel, you guys have been absolutely fantastic. Always a pleasure. Everybody in the live, again, one last reminder to like the video. If you're new, subscribe to the channel. Your one-stop shop for everything Juventus. Show some love. How? StripedHeartsApparel.com. Okay, pick up some awesome gear and uh, mm -hmm. supports the pod and the show as well. And I think I got something. Oh, yeah, I do. This little bad boy that they just put out with uh, ADP. So that's Ooh. mine, right? I think that's Ooh. the one I ordered. Ooh! Oh, I didn't hit submit in the cart yet. That very, very mine. deadly. Very, very Thank deadly. You. So yeah, like the video, show some love to the sponsor. Been a pleasure. Um, we just keep rolling, okay? Top four, we're now in there. And we live rent-free in all the rivals' heads. Remember that, okay? Mm -hmm. And Dusan Vlaovic, Zakaria, fantastic debuts. Dusan finding out what it's like to be a part of Juventus with uh, not getting those calls. Ah, welcome to Juve, my friend. Welcome, welcome to Juve. You didn't need it in the end because you still bagged your goal. Let's go, everybody, okay? The future is bright. Cappuccino showed up yesterday with his shades on, and he wasn't kidding. The future is bright. Juve's trending upwards, and we're going to do some damage. Thank you, everybody, again. Bobby, our main man, always in here.
Okay. Ciao tutti. You guys are fantastic. Until next time, which will be the Copa Italia match day live. Fino alla fine. Forza Juventus. Ciao.